Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Before I forget, and before we even go to prayer, I mentioned on Monday, and I'm going to mention it again today if I can get it right, uh, California is having a big celebration, and maybe your community is too, and if, if it is, I... I actually think you should support your community and not necessarily mine. But this is kind of a, encompassing several communities around here, as Rural America normally does. But on Sunday at 3 o'clock, the community choir will be presenting the Messiah. And uh, I'm singing in it. That is not a reason for you to come necessarily. Um, <laughs> I have a little trouble with the operatic uh, uh, solo, but we'll get there. Or nobody will die. That's what I usually say when I have to play the piano. Nobody died because it was bad. But anyway, I'm not really encouraging you very much, am I? But there will be some great music, and it is a great time to to remember the reason for the season, which we are entering the Christmas season. And um, I think uh, you'll enjoy it regardless of uh, of how we are not professionals. But we all love music, and our director is a professional. We have strings that are going to be accompanying us, and an accompanist that is really fantastic on the piano. So, the Messiah at 3 o'clock in the Performing Arts Building. It's back behind the high school on Highway 50. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. And it's called a sing-along. So, if you have uh, had have sung the Messiah before... You are welcome to sing with us. Uh, we're not presenting ourselves as a professional choir. It is called a sing-along. And even if you want to join us on the risers, if you have our, if you know the music, then you can sing with us. And, uh, I do think we have a dress code and it's called black and white formal performance formal, not formals. Anyway. I just wanted to mention that it's at 3 o'clock on Sunday, December the 4th, at the Performing Arts Center here in California, Missouri, and that is back behind the high school on Highway 50. Now, let's go to the Lord in prayer, because it is all about Him. It's not about us, you know, although we usually have a grocery list for Him. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we are ending another week, a work week. And into a weekend. Father, I will. I ask you to, to be with each and every one who is listening today. Touch their hearts in a very special way. Let them know the blessings or remember the blessings you have put before them in their lives. And Father, may we, as we enter this Christmas season, remember that you our Lord of all, that you sacrificed, that we might spend eternity with you. All you ask is that we believe and that we love and follow your commandments. Father, we do fail that 
every day. But you're always there willing to forgive and to understand. Lord, we, um, we pray every day about this nation because it has fallen away from you. And because it has fallen away from you, we are seeing all kinds of acts of evil. We also see people taking a stand against it. May that continue, Father. May they rise up. Your children rise up and stand for righteousness. Your righteousness. I ask that you be with President Donald J. Trump. I ask that, Father, you will be with this current administration. That they will fail at what they are trying to do to this nation, which is tear it down. Maybe they will accidentally do something right. I know that it is all in your control, Lord. And I know you are tapping each one of your children on the shoulders and asking us to take action and not be silent. Forgive us for that, Father. We praise you for who you are, the great I am. And we are so thankful for your love and your grace and your mercy and your plan for salvation to save us all. For such a time as this, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, let's let us always step back and look at the bigger picture. Perhaps the reason I'm nearly bored some mornings with all the news is because it's only a symptom of the problems in America and around the globe. Things of the past pop up into my head, even though yesterday, or remembering the name of the somebody I'm trying to think of is, is gone. Does that ever happen to you? I can remember something that happened a long time ago. So it was in the very first years of CSE Talk Radio that I interviewed a man named Bob McCarty. He actually lives in St. Louis. I actually got to meet him when I went to the Liberty Summit up there. He wrote a book. It was not the Liberty Summit. It was when I went to one of the CSPOA uh, uh, rallies or whatever they called them. But he wrote a book. (laughs) I have to laugh because everybody did, you know. It was called The Clapper Memo. Do any of you remember that? Which was about the integrityless individual, James Clapper. We know that name today, right? We didn't know much about that name back then. He is a hate Trump outspoken on CNN or MSNBC. I don't know which ones he's on or both. I don't know. But he actually signed a document that was later proven to be a lie, him and several others, against Trump. Nothing happened, of course, but he's no good. And the author of the book knew Clapper was a snake in the grass. My words, not his. The book was written long before we even knew the name. Well, we knew the name, but before we ever knew anything about Trump running for president. Pulling back and looking at the big picture. You know, what fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? But when you pull back, what do you see? This man was a part of the Obama administration. 
and he had a mission. <laughs> the Clapper Memo by Bob McCarty. I'm certain you can still find it. His mission was not to better America, though. They're dirty, sleazy people, these people in government. Have you ever wondered why so many involved in government are so sleazy? It was pointed out last night as a Fox host, Tucker, was talking about the beauty, oh my gosh, of Sam Britton, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy. That's that's absurd, isn't it? Who is a trans or a non-binary drag queen, a.k.a. a college gender queer, in the administration of Joe Biden. He is a disgusting individual, and he just got caught stealing a woman's suitcase and wearing her clothes. As it is, the woe man assistant, Secretary of Health, Rachel Levine. Oh, she's a winner, too. The left seems to elect and appoint people who are completely incompetent. And we sit here and we pay their salaries. In fact, I'd say most of the most the majority of the positions that are being filled should be eliminated. Don't you think? Tucker made some good points last night. I wanted to share those later in the show. I believe we are going to have Daniel Turner today. We have missed him. He has been so, so busy fighting for America. Boy, when you're in the trenches, I'll tell you, it can eat up, it can eat up your life. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe, 
safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. We have Daniel Turner with us. He watches. He looks at the bigger picture. Daniel, how are you doing? Beth Ann, I am great, and I am sorry I wasn't able to call in for your 3,000th oh, show. Fine. That's fine. Uh, the 3,000th was actually Friday after Thanksgiving. We just decided to celebrate it on Tuesday instead, which was 3,002. Today we're at 3,005, and you called in, so we're all good. <laughs> it's a remarkable milestone, and congratulations to you and the whole CSC team, and I hope you get 3,000 more shows in you. Oh, my. I hope we do, too. We've been looking at your um, at your tweets here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I love your tweets. I love your tweets. And uh, you're not in any kind of danger now being uh, canceled or anything on Twitter, are you? <laughs> no, which is good. And I, I wasn't particularly afraid in the past. And that's one of the reasons also why I wanted to start my organization is because I wanted to say the things I wanted to say without fear. Um, you know, there are a lot of corporations, a lot of great energy companies that would like to say what Power of the Future says, but they can't. They have some crazy shareholder. They have to worry about Greta Thunberg marching a protest and smashing in their windows. So they're all, you know, they're understandably cautious. And I got tired of being cautious. And so mm. one of the things that's been bothering me today that I've been tweeting about quite a bit is this very glamorous, very exclusive black tie dinner tonight in Boston for the climate uh, earth shot. We heard of the moonshot, right? Kennedy called it the moonshot. This is the earth shot. And this is the prize to create that technology which will save us from climate change. And it's All so we gotta important do is pay more the money. prince and princess of Wales, the future king, and I have no beef with Will and Kate. I think they're probably lovely, but they're bought into it. Our ambassador to Australia, who's JFK's daughter, Caroline Kennedy, her qualification for being ambassador to Australia is that her father was shot when she was seven years old. It shows you what the Biden administration tells you about the people of Australia, that they sent this absolutely useless individual to be the ambassador. She is flying from Australia. Now, what the heck does the ambassador to Australia have to do in Boston 
to talk about the Earth shot. Why doesn't she just stay in Australia? That's her job, but she's flying there. Yeah, why don't all they zoom it? Like people are all flying there, and they all have gowns, and they all have limos, and they're all <laughs> going to pat each other on the back. And you and I, we were not invited because we're nobody. We just we're have to nobody. get stuck with high bills and high inflation. But the glorious, glamorous people show proof point, Beth Ann, and I'll wrap up with this. You should be born rich, beautiful, powerful, and a Democrat. Because if you are, you can fly to Boston tonight on a private jet and get a limo and get a gown and walk the red carpet in the name of climate change, and the media will applaud you for it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And and you'll pay for it, too. Everybody else pays for it. You know, it, I, I'm, you know I, I'm writing my book, and I, I just did an, my final chapter in it. It's probably not the last one I'm going to write, but it's the final chapter in the book. <laughs> I've got another one I'm going to write. But I lumped it together, globalism, climate change, and immigration. And the latter are all working together to make the first success successful. And that's yeah. what we see. There's no climate change crisis. If there was, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. If they truly believed their own words of doomsday in America and across the world, they wouldn't go jet-setting somewhere. Or they wouldn't use these methods to raise awareness. I also tweeted, you know, having the world glitterati parachute into Boston for a black tie affair for climate change is like hosting a cigar party for lung cancer awareness. (laughs) <laughs> right. I mean, except that would probably be fun because cigar smokers tend to be a happy group of people. So it just makes no sense. It's also very comical that just last month, earlier in November, was the very famous COP27. And that was 18 days where 40,000 people were all gathered at the Ritz-Carlton and Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt. And they were talking about climate change. So if you really cared about the carbon footprint, wouldn't you have said, well, let's just host that stupid dinner at the same event, the same idiots are going to be there, right? It's the same folks, but nope, they want their own special occasion because Kate has a new dress and she wants to show it to the red carpet. And Caroline Kennedy didn't want to go to Sharm el-Sheikh, but she wants to go home to Boston. So it's just, it's such nonsense that we pretend. Heck, I even tweeted this, this broke in the New York Post last night. Leonardo DiCaprio, I have no beef with him. Don't know him, love some of his movies, not going to deny it. He and climate change activists had this mega party on a $200 million yacht in Miami. Models and, and probably all sorts of other people were there for climate change. A $200 million yacht, a yacht that probably burns 100,000 gallons of diesel a day, all in the name of climate change. And you scratch your head and say, this is a joke, right? You're all just making fun of us. And they are. That's the thing. They are making fun of oh, yeah. because they yeah, don't have to follow any of the climate rules. They're laughing Just at the peasants. Yeah, they're laughing at the peasants. Well, the best movie that I know of that Leo DiCaprio did was called The Iron Mask. And he did a great job in that because I think he played a phony. And uh, I don't know if you've seen that one, so I don't want to blow it. But you need – it's a Three Musketeer movie, which I actually love, The Three Musketeers. <laughs> but it's The Iron Mask. Or the man in the iron mask or the face in the iron mask. And it's exactly what I see, this globalism and this climate change. It's all a hoax. And these people, honestly, Daniel, I'm tired of people saying they're a good person, but. No, they're not a good person. They're lying to you. They're not good people. Good people don't lie to you to better their lives. 
and uh, to uh, empower themselves. And that's what this is all about. Globalism, climate change is about making the whole entire globe come together for some crisis. And that crisis doesn't exist. But everybody's buying into it because they've been at it for a long time. They have. They have. And, and, you know, here in America, especially under this administration, we are constantly self-flagellating because of the scourge of <laughs> racism and the scourge of, of slavery. And we, we are and we're tearing down statues nationwide and we're, we're reburying our founding fathers because they had slaves, etc. Well, you know, the climate movement enslaves hundreds of thousands of people right now. Slavery is worse today than it was before the American Absolutely. Civil War. Right, as is human trafficking, as is sex trafficking, et cetera. But if your real issue is slavery, you would look at our climate movement and say, well, China is enslaving hundreds of thousands of people worldwide, some in their own country, right? A lot of the Uyghurs who work in solar panel and wind turbine factories, but some in other countries, Congolese children who work in, in cobalt and lithium mines. And we're totally okay with it. Because we like the climate movement. The climate movement makes us feel good about ourselves. And, you know, and this is where I will knock Will and Kate, who's, you know, they're good people. But if you really <laughs> cared about your, your position as the future king and queen of England and your ancestors stopped the worldwide slave trade and, and thousands of your, your Brits died on the high seas to stop slave ships and to stop the movement, well, wouldn't you do something about it now? Right? How come we don't, we don't really care about Congolese children because they're not beautiful and they don't have gowns and they're not walking the red carpet and we don't care about Uyghurs because we don't even really know where they are and, you know, it's not a big deal. Who cares? The climate is more important than the actual issues we pretend to care about and that just shows the falseness of all of these. I call them this very seriously. They are godless people. And when you have nothing of value in your life, you don't have religion, you don't have belief in the Constitution or or America or values or family. When you are a truly godless person, you need an idol. And the climate is their idol. Whether it means hundreds of thousands of slaves doesn't make a difference. That is their God. And that's why they're a threat to the rest of us. I think climate change is more about power change. They want this global society, and there's nothing wrong with global trade and countries working together. I have no problem with that. I have a problem with people or a sect wanting to be the rulers over all, and that's what it is about. And and when we stand back and look at this bigger picture, we see all the countries falling into this. And it's the rich and the famous and the beautiful, as you like to say there, that, that uh, are leading the way. They're the heroes of the day as they increase their own carbon footprint to tell you to stay home or to live in high rises like they do in China and they'll lock you up in your apartment so you can't get away and uh it's uh it's just it's ridiculous i want to share with you something before we end here you know i've been working on this poem i shared it with you a few years back about uncle sam meets uh the green new deal So we've added to it, and I I want to see what you think of this. Your intelligence was clearly lacking when you decided to ban U.S. fracking. U.S. oil is light and sweet. God put it right here under our feet. Saudi oil is thick and slow. It's a terrible plan, don't you know? To ship oil from there and then over to here is a reckless idea. It's really quite clear. An irresponsible act when our oil is so near. (laughs) It's just part of it. 
It's fantastic, Beth Ann, and we need to teach all of our children and have them start reading that poem in school. That's wonderful. We need to make it into a book. Anyway, I wanted to share it with you. We're, we're still working on some other ones, but we got so tickled and silly last evening when I was working on it that I I was laughing till I cried. So uh, I'll have to share that with you privately. <laughs> it's not dirty, folks. It was just funny. Anyway, thank you, Daniel. You have a great weekend. I think we'll see him next week, won't we? I think yes, so. ma'am. Thank you. All right. God bless. Thank you. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. I want to go back to the idea of, of all of us stepping back and looking at the bigger picture. Remembering, you know, in, in the scriptures it says that um, after Mary gave birth and all these things that happened in those first few days and weeks and that she pondered them the rest of her life. She thought about them. She remembered what happened. I think we tend to be so busy, and maybe that's by design as well, that we don't pay attention to what happened. So Tucker's point was that Americans, that as Americans, we don't take government officials seriously. Later on, the attempted, I always laugh at him, comedy show of Gutfeld on Fox, he made a good point last night. Politicians are always in a hurry. They had they had the little clip of the reporter trying to ask uh, Liz Warren a question, and Liz was in a hurry, and she was scurrying around, and she finally stopped like she was scolding, you know. He goes, what is it they're always in a hurry for? Where are they going? Do they ever do anything? Did you ever stop to think about that? They're always rushing off. They're always in a hurry. Where is it they're going? What is it they're up to? He suggested maybe she had to go to the bathroom. But, you know... It's we, the people, need to take that step back. We also need to dig dig deep into our memories, which is sometimes very difficult. And remember this guy or that guy or that gal when they were in the limelight before. How many of us remember what Clapper did? I had kind of forgotten. Shame on me. Biden's been caught lying through the years, not just as his president. Through the years, he's been caught lying. Just make stuff up. He graduated college because he plagiarized. And he got away with it. He's made numerous anti-black remarks. He's a racist. And how he ripped into Clarence Thomas, who is a black judge. Biden has never, ever, ever been a good guy. He's always been a sleazeball. He's always been a liar. And he's not going to change his colors. He's a phony, and he's always been a phony. And now he's sitting and pretending to be president of the United States of America. Why? And what do other countries think? Step back, and let's look at the bigger picture of things. What is the goal of the insanity that we're experiencing here in America today? And what are you willing 
to sacrifice. I have um, an article here. I have several articles. None of them really excited me today, but this one's kind of got a, this one makes a really good point. This is coming out of Florida. So on Thursday, that's yesterday, the chief financial officer of Florida, Jimmy Pretonis, Pretonis, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, he announced that the state would withdraw $2 billion worth of assets that are currently being managed by BlackRock Incorporated. It's a notoriously far-left corporation that has led the way on implementing radical environmental, social, and corporate governance. As reported by the Washington Free Beacon, Pretonus' statement clarified that they would see the outright removal of $600 million in assets plus the custodial freezing of $1.43 billion in long-term securities that are currently held by BlackRock. Florida's Treasury Division is divesting from BlackRock because they have openly stated they've got other goals than producing returns. Last evening, they showed, I don't know who she is, she's a celebrity. And because of this one company, I can't think of the name of it, it's a, it's a long name, starts with a B. They make, I think they make um, uh, clothing, I'm not sure. But they have been showing children with pornography implications in the pictures on their commercials. I don't know this company. I don't buy brand name clothing unless it's by accident. I don't pay attention to that. But it's this celebrity would have already got in trouble because she spoke up for children during the lockdowns. She openly was pulling out all her clothes. And then they showed some others that were burning them. Burning everything from this company. What are you willing to sacrifice for the children? For this country? For liberty? Are you willing to take out these companies and stop doing business with them? Oh, but Beth, my few little dollars isn't going to make a difference. Well, if a 100,000 people do it, it's more than a few little dollars, isn't it? Disney took note when Florida punished them, didn't they? Not only that, parents across the nation told them, we're done with you. Their stocks dropped. Money matters. That's why they're into what they're into. It's for money. But they've forgotten who... Their customers truly are. The people like this, this, uh, Britain, this drag queen, it's disgusting what they do. They don't believe in slavery, yet they dress up their, their men, their toys, their men toys, like their dogs on chains. I mean, I don't get it. I just don't get it. We're done with them. And they're trying to put these in offices, and we're paying their salaries. These people are mentally ill. And they're having to lead the country? Oh, he doesn't lead. No, but he's taking your money. And he won't get much more than a slap on the wrist for what he did there at the airport, stealing a woman's luggage and wearing her clothes. <laughs> he didn't know what it was. We forgot there was uh, cameras. It's disgusting. 
But when you see people burning the products from these companies that are supporting this stuff, I see liberty rising. I see the enthusiasm in liberty causing men and women to rise above themselves in acts of bravery and heroism. You wouldn't think it would take that much bravery to burn your clothes or your purses or whatever it is they get from this company. I'd never heard of it. I surely had. But then, you know, Calvin Klein was big before I even knew what Calvin Klein was. I just don't pay attention to brand names. I get what I like if I can afford it. When I was youngster, I made a lot of clothes. I quit sewing a while back. What are you willing to sacrifice, America? I also have an article here, which I thought was kind of interesting, and we're going to run out of time. But it is what um, um, California is doing. Guess what? Gavin Newsom, who wants to be president of the United States because he's so handsome, (laughs) he must be president. Anyway, $569 billion are now going to be allocated or whatever for any black residents who can prove that they were had ancestors that were in slavery. What about the white people that were in slavery? What about the people that are in slavery right now? What about the fact that America is number one in human, dra- in human trafficking? That is slavery. What about that? Well, we'll talk about this a little bit, but then I want to move on. I wondered how much Kamala was going to have to pay since her grandfather owned slaves. This is absurd. It's a way of redistributing the wealth. It's a way of breaking a country, of breaking a nation down, all for the goal of global, of globalism, of a global governance. I actually have something about that that I've been reading this week as I've been writing my book. And we've advertised it. It's the global governance, a short course in global governance. It's amazing how long liberty has been under attack. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. 
Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-761-3146. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind. Nothing. All because of Immuno 150. Now check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com. And use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're in the final segment of today's show. I want to leave you with some thoughts. And again, stand back and look at the bigger picture. It even takes going back and remembering. That's why I resent or regret that I didn't pay attention in world history because it was just boring to me when I was a teenager or 12 years old or 13 or 14. But I loved the Constitution studies and I loved American history. But if you stand back and look, it all goes together. And I wasn't willing to do that as a teenager. This is written by Ed Martin, and actually he put it out on the 30th of November because that was a significant date. The Spirit of 1782 is the title of it. 
You have likely heard the term spirit of 76 as a description of the patriotism we feel as Americans. The critical date of July 4th, 1776, is celebrated as the beginning of a new epic in the history of mankind. Brave men pledged themselves to the principles of self-governance and liberty. While I wholeheartedly agree that Independence Day is a day worth of commemoration and celebration, few people realize that we would never celebrate July 4th if it weren't for what happened on November 30th of 1782. John J., Benjamin Franklin, and John Adams, and Henry Lawrence secured a provision peace, a provisional peace with Great Britain, which would ultimately lead to the 1783 Treaty of Paris. These shrewd negotiators not only delivered British recognition of American independence and into the war, Remember that part right there. But also successfully lobbied for fishing rights in Newfoundland and established a generous western border of the Mississippi River with rights of navigation. In some ways, he says, November 30th, 1782 was the ending of what started on July 4th of 1776. In other ways, what started in 76 would never end. Think about that. Regardless, 1782 marked the end of six years of terrible suffering by courageous patriots who believed in the promise of what America had become. Finally, our forefathers were able to put the scourge of war behind them and focus on building a true republic for future generations of Americans, including you and me. The spirit of 1776 represents the casting of a vision for a new kind of nation governed by and for the people. However, he says, what makes 1776 so special is the fact that it was more than an idea. It was a declaration of principles that men and women were willing to die for. They suffered financial ruin, separation from family, disease, and death, so that the principle set forth in 1776 could become a reality in 1782. Remember the sacrifices that brought us to November to uh, November 30th, 1782, because we too have to do more than simply state our principles if we are to preserve liberty for future generations. We will have to fight. We will have to endure we will have to believe that liberty is worth the sacrifice. Well, I read that this morning, and I got to thinking about that old song about they ran through the bushes and they ran through the briars and they ran through the places where the rabbits couldn't go. They ran so fast that the hounds couldn't catch them down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, that was the War of 1815 or 1812, 1815. It was when that happened. So the British had not yet given up, even though we had this 1782 treaty with them. The Redcoats wouldn't let go. Do you think they've let go yet today? That's why I don't like Pierce Morgan. <laughs> but, you know, tyrants don't go away. They regroup, they plan, and they plot. And they return by a different name. 
America is unique. And those in charge now that hate this nation, they want to change it. They hate it. I don't understand that because I love it. But in this global governance, a short course, I only have a few. I don't know how many we've got, but they're only, we've always asked $7.50. And of course, now it's costing even more to mail them. So I won't raise the price, but a little extra on your check would be nice. Seven fifty. a short course in global governance. And it talks about folks even in our government back in the day of Woodrow Wilson of what happened, what they keep intending and trying to do. And it all seems to come out of the Democrat Party, but don't don't think that the Republicans aren't in on it either. So what would we do? Oh, by the way, the name of that company was Balenciaga or Balenciaga or something like that. Makes high-tech fun- uh, clothing, and Kim Kardashian is part of that. I wonder what Bruce or Caitlyn Jenner thinks. I wonder if she's getting any money on that. But I want you to stop and think as you step back and as you go into a weekend. I hope you have a nice restful weekend. I'm going to be going back to my sewing. The family is, (laughs) last week we were preparing for 30-some people in the house and I had to put all that away. Got to get it back out and start in again for Christmas. But liberty. Eternal vigilance. There is always somebody, whether it's a red coat or whatever, around the corner trying to steal your liberty, steal your money, take whatever it is you have, including your children. Will America stand up for the children right now? They want your children and not in a good way. They're not even considering them crimes. Pedophilia now is called MAP. It's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. But we see some high-level people that are actually taking a stand, and they're burning their clothes that they bought from them. Will you do that? Will you disconnect yourself to companies you know are pushing this woke agenda? We see it all the time on the commercials. I'm not cons- I'm not worried about people of different races having commercials together. I'm not fretting about that at all. But their taking of the children, that bothers me. The demeaning of life, that bothers me. The fact that they're hiring people to protest against conservatives, that bothers me. But you know something about that? The Haitian army, isn't that what they called them? Back in the revolutionary days, they had no dog in that race other than money. And those guys don't either. And if you start fighting back, they're going to back off because they got no dog in this race. They have nothing they stand for. It's time, America. Stand back. See what's going on. And then let's get active and bring America home.